Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Fuji Love Podcast, where we talk about everything good about the Fujifilm X series, GFX, and, you know, we'll throw in the Instax as well. I'm your host, Mark Sadowski, and this week we have an awesome interview with Michael Gilman. He is a great photographer in the North Carolina region. But first, I want to let you know that this podcast is made possible by Fujilove Magazine. It is your source for all your favorite interviews, tips, advice, all about the Fujifilm X-Series cameras, as well as the GFX. And it's just a great, valuable resource for any photographer to check out. And hey, there's some great pictures in there too. <laughs> so everyone should go check it out. Fuji Love, uh, the Fuji Love magazine at fujilove.com and subscribe. You'll be, you'll be happy to do so. Treat yourself to a little holiday uh, reading material and viewing delight. And the other thing, now that we're in the December month and the holidays are around the corner very soon coming up, uh, I want to thank you, the listener. You have all made this experience just an absolute delight. And uh, if you want to share your Fuji film experiences, uh, I haven't given out this address since uh, I, I came on, but head on over to Fuji, uh, Fuji Love Feedback at gmail.com and share your Fuji film experience. Uh, after the new year, I want to read off some of the feedback that we received so go ahead and contribute and the other way you could share your support for fuji love uh the podcast is by heading over to itunes and leaving us a review it is uh, a tremendous resource for us where it helps us out in the master algorithm uh matrix of podcasts and <laughs> It's a great way to show your support. It doesn't cost you a dime. So head on over, leave us a review and, you know, five-star rating. Wink. And uh, we'll go from there. But, uh, but yeah, I want to say thank you for making this uh, an awesome experience. I am having an absolute blast doing these interviews, talking to our Fujifilm listeners, and I can't wait for the new year to, to do much, much more. And before we start the interview, I just want to share one more thing, one little uh, gaffe that I made in the middle of the interview. Um, I totally had a, a brain fart where I completely forgot what the uh, black and white at cross feature was for the X Pro 2 and the XT2. Uh, it, it it was it's kind of embarrassing, but I left it in there. It's a it's a good laugh. Enjoyed the gaff. So without further ado, let's talk to Michael Gilman. Michael, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. Hope you are. I am doing super and fantastic. I, I have been uh, a fan of your work for a little while now, uh, ever since we uh, connected. I, I think, what, was it on Facebook or was it on Instagram that we... 
I think uh, I think it was on Instagram. Um, yeah, I think it was on Instagram when we initially talked. And your work is just absolutely solid. And looking through the your portrait work is just stunning with your detail, stunning with the way you're able to capture people's eyes and just get that kind of raw emotion uh, in your photography. And then what sealed the deal was your portrait of Neil deGrasse Tyson. And, uh, um, Oh God, I can't remember the, the beetle <laughs> that you photographed. Ringo. Oh, Ringo, Ringo star. Ringo star. <laughs> right. uh, when I saw those two portraits, I'm like, there's a man with a story. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 And thank you for the kind words, by the way, it's much appreciated. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um, why don't you tell the world, let's just get that, uh, um, out in front so that people can uh, look at your work while they're listening to the interview. Uh, where can they find you on the web and where can they see a lot of your work? Sure. Uh, my website is michaelgilman.photography. Uh, and uh, I'm pretty active on Instagram. Uh, so you can look me up there uh, with the same, actually, just Michael Gilman Photography. Right on. Uh, and that, that's, yeah, that's, cool. that's the two outlets I use the most. Absolutely, and I re recommend everybody go check out his work. It's you, you'll you'll be happy to see it. <laughs> um, so, what are you? What what is your profession right now with photography? Um, it's 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 a part time. Yep. Uh, it's part very much my passion, but uh, it's it's part time for me. Uh, I do it mostly on the weekends and the evenings when I can. Yeah. Uh, you know. So, so that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Uh, any vacation time I take is always personal projects or, or projects I've been hired to do. Right. So, well, for mm -hmm. somebody who's doing a part time, you certainly have photographed a lot of celebrities. Um, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are you using for your uh, gear right now? Uh, right now I have an X Pro 2. Yep. Um, I have an X-T2, uh, an X-T3. Uh, and, uh, the, the little, uh, what's it? FX 10. Um, oh, you still have that one. It's, it's, uh, yes. Yeah. Nice. Hmm? That yeah. is a sweet I love camera. it. I carry it everywhere. I am still trying to, I'm still waiting for the X 70 to go, uh, on sale at some point. That thing is not losing its resale value at all. That is a fantastic camera. That absolutely fantastic camera. Just going on a tangent, I I think that is one of the most perfect Fuji cameras on the market. It's smaller than an X100, and you get the same mm -hmm. image quality. Uh, not, you know, you don't get the same uh, fast lens, but sure, oh, man, I loved that camera. It was perfect for doing selfies with the family. Like my wife enjoyed using the camera. And then, you know, once it came onto the market, it feels like it disappeared pretty quickly. Um, right, right. And I think it has something to do with Sony discontinuing the image sensor production on, on that line of uh, uh, on that line of cameras, um, which you know, boo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree, I agree. But it, it certainly does have a cult following for sure. Certainly, I, mean, I myself love it. I just want to see another version of it. And it, it's, I, I don't know. Please, yeah, I think Fuji. we all do. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh, the camera version of the McRib. 
Um, oh, <laughs> yes. I would have to agree. That is, that is certainly true. Right. Uh, but back to you, man. Um, so you know what? You you have the same uh, camera lineup as I do, minus the 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 third uh, third camera. What 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 are the lenses that you're using primarily? Um, generally, uh, when, when I shoot weddings, I love the uh, 1.4s, like the 23, 1.4, the 35. Yeah. Uh, also the 56, 1.2, of course. Yep. Uh, but recently, I've I've purchased the F2s, uh, the 23, the 35, and the 50. And it's primarily what I've been using lately, and I love them. They're small, compact, they're sharp, they're super quiet, uh, and that's – Really, all I've been packing around for the past few months. Back in the day, I had the thirty-five um, one four, uh, one point four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was one point four. I, I always once we get into the ones, I, I always get confused between one point two, one point four, one point eight. But uh, right. uh, back in the day, that camera failed on me. Uh, that 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 lens failed on me. Where the it started to just go really weird with the gears. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and it's unfortunate. I got it repaired. It was it was fine after that, yeah. but I actually traded it in um, for. I think I you know I did that, and, and I traded in my X E two for X one hundred. I think it was the X one hundred T. I forget. The third, oh, okay. The okay. Third one. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. That's that's a great little camera. Yeah, and um, and then I went to the F twos as uh, as well. I have the twenty three and the thirty five, which I absolutely yes. love. They're they're just so much faster. Um, I don't know if I'm sold on the bokeh, like that equal bokeh. There's a trade right. But for weddings, I hear you, man. That th- those lenses, especially during the wedding reception, are absolute musts. Um, yeah, I completely agree. Completely but, agree. But that's awesome that you're uh, you're shooting weddings, you're shooting portraits, and and we'll get to the celebrity photography pretty soon. Uh, but I want to kind of get your you know get the feel for where you started with photography. Uh, how how did it all begin? How did you get bitten by that bug? <laughs> sure. Well, uh, my dad he shot a lot, um, and and I always enjoyed looking at his photos. But I never really got into it until um, a friend of mine invited me to. And at this time, I didn't even own a camera, so a friend of mine invited me to a photography meetup at Duke Gardens in right Durham on. on the Duke University campus. How old are you at this point? Um, probably 28, 29. Right on. I would say. So yeah, it's was, it was about 12 years ago and, um, I agreed to go. So, uh, that evening I went to Best Buy and I bought a point and shoot. I think it was a Sony Cybershot. It was six megapixels. It was silver and was the first camera I ever owned. Oh my God. Um, I remember that camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I went the next day, and and I, uh, you know, I, I went around with the group. I went around with my friend and just photographed this and that, you know, everything that that looked interesting to me. And I pretty much fell in love with photography that day, and I've been shooting ever since. Right on. So, as you're shooting everything, what are the things that 
were uh, most appealing to you? Uh, I imagine you're, you're you're photographing people, landscapes, uh, any kind of street photography at that point. Um, kind of how just just kind of stretching your wings and uh, feeling feeling out the world. Uh, what was uh, the the style that was appealing to you? Uh, well, I noticed like the, the the first six months that I shot, I loved detail shots. I loved up close things. Um, I did. I loved landscapes. Yep. Um, and and I think I think that was the main thing. Just I I loved macro photography, um, and I loved landscapes. And that's you know that's that was my first love. Absolutely, landscapes. And where are you photographing? Uh, I, I should have asked that in the very beginning. Where Where are you based out of? Um, out of Raleigh, North Carolina, and it, it's it's certainly a great spot because if you travel uh, a couple hours to the east, you know you, you've got the coast. Uh, if you travel a few hours to the west, you've got the mountains. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, and uh, you know right here where I'm at, uh, the city of Raleigh. I love shooting downtown, so uh, I would do some cityscape. Yep. Uh, which I also love. So I, I live in a great area to photograph. You know. All, all kinds of different things. I, uh, so I, I would just shoot anything that moved, basically, <laughs> or anything that didn't. You know, it's, it's just like you said, spreading my wings and finding out what I like the most. Right on. I, I like to think that uh, North Carolina is kind of like the warmer version of New England. You're you're a few hours away from everything, and uh, but you just don't get the same winters as we do. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. I only drove through North Carolina once, and that was uh traveling to visit family down in South Carolina and okay. yeah we went through um oh what, what what is that mountain range there the uh the the Shenandoah mountains um oh, okay yeah right. we went through that uh through there but we couldn't stop anywhere because we really had to make it very soon to to visit family it was i'll spare you the details it's not interesting but they ended up it turns out they lived in some place that is nowhere near in, as interesting as north carolina <laughs> down in south carolina <laughs> Fair they, enough. they were literally situated two hours away from anything cool <laughs> oh no i'm like wow no wonder why the property value was so cheap down here <laughs> Oh yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm looking at brochures to see where you know where we could photograph waterfalls and where we could do this. It's like, oh nope, nope, that's um that's not for me on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> but driving through North Carolina, oh my goodness, it was like just beautiful. That in Virginia, it, it was uh yeah. So I envy you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it's a beautiful state for sure. Right on. And, um, and so how did you start getting into the professional side of photography? Uh, so you're, you're kind of spreading your wings, but there's that point where you realize that the, the, the cyber shot just wouldn't cut it. Um, right. Right. So I, I eventually, uh, graduated to, uh, my first DSLR was a Nikon D90 when that yes. first came out. That was a good camera. That was a good camera, and if I remember correctly, I think it was one of the first DSLRs that uh, yeah, was video capable, uh, which kind of interested me as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I went and picked that up, and um, 
yeah, from there, it was, uh, you know, a, a lot of my friends had, had commented on my photos and they liked what I'd done. So uh, one of my friends asked me to shoot their wedding. Yep. Uh, which which made me a bit nervous, but but I went for it and uh, it turned out really well. Um, I, I guess for a first time shooter, you know, really well. Um, and it, it just kind of blossomed from there. Um, so, you know, they again, through word of mouth. Uh, she showed the photos to to her friends and whatnot, and yeah. you know that that just kind of snowballs. It does. So and yeah. So your first wedding, uh, what what kind of wedding was it? Was it uh, outdoor, indoor? Uh, oh, it was indoor. Uh, it was it was indoor. It was a chapel. It was an old chapel in Raleigh, actually. And what I remember about it, uh, unfortunately, was the floors were wooden, and every time you would move, it would creak. Oh, so I'm yeah. trying to get different <laughs> ankles, you know, different shots. But every time I would move, that the floors would creak, and that that was a nightmare. But <laughs> at and least the photos turned out good. Yeah, and you're trying to stay in stealth mode, and uh, yeah, I, I, I hear you, man. I, I've been oh, to yeah. those places. <laughs> um, so during the wedding, pro- uh, photographing the wedding, uh, like it, it would, it went straight, you know, great from. Uh, beginning to end like with it being indoors how, how did you adjust to uh going from outdoor lighting to indoor lighting yeah um well i i had uh I, luckily i have a lot of friends who um had you know had done photography and had been at it for a while yeah uh one friend in particular named mark hunter yep. uh was was a great mentor uh a good friend and a, and a, and a good mentor and, you know, he taught me about apertures, about, you know, faster lenses, um, you know, the 1.8s, the 1.4s, uh, especially the 70 to 200, 2.8. It was version one back then, of course, because this has been, what, 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. So uh, I picked up, uh, yeah, the version one um, of the Nikon 70 to 200, 2.8 and shot most of the wedding with that. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And yeah, I'm trying to instill, you know, bring in that fear that you must have felt that day. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Oh no, I was, I was, I was completely nervous, and uh, but, but luckily it turned out well. So nice. And so from then on, you, like that, that bug bite just kind of goes right into you. And so you're photographing weddings from here on out, like what, on weekends, of course, and what you know, part time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How are you expanding? Like when you're going from uh, weddings and I assume portraits here and there, um, mm-hmm. do you jump into Fuji next or are you uh, photographing? Because I see a, a lot of concerts. You, you do a lot of photography at concerts too. Um, are you doing that next? Uh, well, you know, I've for the past, I, w- I would say three and a half years, um, I've, I've certainly shot a lot of concerts and, and how that came about is um, there was a, a radio contest that if you send in a photo and your photo wins, then you get to you know photograph the first three songs of a Rob Thomas show. Oh, right on. So, yeah. So uh, at the last minute, I submitted a photo. As a matter of fact, it was one of the photos that I had taken at Duke Gardens. Uh, you know, s- several years earlier with that point and shoot, uh, and I won. 
So uh, I've, I got to shoot uh, the first three songs of a Rob Thomas show at Durham Performing Arts Center. Uh, and the photos turned out really well. And I, and I sent the theater the photos and they, they really liked them. So they just, you know, they, they invite me back to shoot basically whatever I want. Uh, you know, concerts, uh, performers. And that's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun to do. I got to ask you, because a lot of photographers might be seething in their seats right now, <laughs> because <laughs> it's like, that's the way to get, you know, they're, they're just using you. <laughs> so after you won the contest, I would imagine it was just kind of like, hey, you get to, you get to do this for, uh, for fun. But from then on, did the theater, like, was it, this become a paying gig for you? Yes, it's a paying gig. Um, and awesome. they, I, I get tickets. To, to any show I photograph as well. Right on. Right on. Yeah, yeah. It's not free. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, they're, they're, they're paying you, and, and that's all that counts. Yep. Um, exactly. So what are some of the favorite concerts that you've uh, photographed? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, the Moody Blues. Right on. Uh, I, lo- I loved photographing the Moody Blues. Um, they, they, I sent them the photos, actually, they, and they sent me a, a calendar and a T-shirt, <laughs> which was nice. Um, another would be uh, probably Dream Theater, which is kind of like a, a progressive metal band. So that, that was a great, great shoot. Ringo Starr, of course, uh, and, and getting to hang out with him backstage was fantastic. That was a great show. What's he like? Photograph as well. Was it a lot of fun? It was a lot of fun. He had so, he's got more energy than I do, and uh, you know, yeah, he, he was a lot of fun. A lot of energy backstage. Uh, great guy, super nice, super awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, he he has a few few more years on us. Uh, th- yeah, <laughs> it's still <laughs> going. True. And so at this point, you're still using the Nikon system? No, not at all. Uh, about two years ago. I walked into a, uh, a local camera store, and you know, at, at this time I'd had the I had the D810, the D500, yeah, I had the 14 to 24, 24 to 70, 70 to 200, 28s, you're, you're and several loaded. times. And I had saw an XT2, and I'd heard great things about it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I decided to pick one up. So uh, you know, I, I bought one. I took it home. I shot with it for a while, and I noticed more and more that I would pick that camera up as opposed to any of my Nikon's. So you have the X-T2, and what lens did you get with that? Uh, my first lens with that was the 23mm 1.4. Okay. Oh, that's a good yeah. lens. Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. I loved it. I mean, are there any bad lenses? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No, I, I I haven't shot with one that that I don't like. They're either really good lenses or great lenses. Yeah. So it it really inspired me. To, you know, with its more compact size. Plus, I like the way it looked. Right. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it's just a great looking camera. I love the functionality. Uh, and and my Nikon's they just become. And, I, and I'm sure we you know we've all heard this story a hundred times. But it, they just became tools. Yes. Tools to get the job done. Uh, I would rarely pick them up if I didn't have a job or some kind of gig or assignment to do. But I noticed with a Fuji, I would just pick it up, just start. I would take it with me everywhere I went because it was compact, it was light, and um, it, it just it really encouraged me and inspired me to get out there and shoot more. Nice. And what were you shooting with it uh, when you weren't working? 
Um, generally friends. Uh, I love taking portraits of friends. Um, like I said, any, you know, landscapes, any, any, anywhere I'd go on a road trip or, or take a weekend trip with friends, I'd, I'd always bring it with me. And whether, it, you know, it'd be to the mountains or the coast. Uh, and, I, you know, I shoot all the time with it. Yeah. And were you doing uh, any of the uh, – were you doing RAW or were you doing film simulation with the JPEGs? Oh, well, no, uh, I love the film simulations. Um, yeah. So I, I was using uh, the JPEGs generally, you know, when I, when I travel and take photos of friends and whatnot. Of course, with weddings, you know, you, you, you're, you're going to shoot the RAW and the JPEG for a backup. But uh, just general shooting – Always the JPEGs. Yeah. Did you have any particular uh, favorite simulations? Uh, Across. I love it. Um, I love classic chrome uh, yeah. for color street photography. I think that looks fantastic. Uh, that's it's probably my two favorites. I, I agree. I, I, I love chrome. Uh, chrome is like I must have. I have a custom setting on my uh, camera just to kind of mimic the old Kodachrome. I think it was a, a formula that I, I found online somewhere, uh, but nice. Chrome is awesome, and uh, I I don't have Across on my uh, on my camera. That that's came on the XT3, right? Right. It's it's on the yeah. XT3, and um, it's on the XT2 as well, not the XT1. Oh, is it? Oh, my yeah, goodness. yeah, I, absolutely. It's on the X Pro Two and the uh, XT2. Oh my goodness, I have to. Have I been this dense? <laughs> oh, no, check it out. It, it should be on there for sure. I am going to check it out right after this interview. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. I can't believe how, if, yeah. All right. Um, wow. I, I will, I will check that out. Um, there we go. Learn, live and learn. Uh, That's right. <laughs> yeah. So you're photographing your friends more and more. You're using this camera more and more. Where mm -hmm. is the, uh, that transition from, you know, going from fun camera to, hey, I could probably start using this for uh, new stuff, for, for my work. Uh, it took about three months. That was it. That was it. Uh, after three months, I'd sold off all my Nikon gear and uh, went straight Fuji. So, yeah, the transition took about three months and then I would do everything that I was shooting before there'd be concerts, portraits, weddings, uh, landscapes. It, it was all with my X-T2 and X-Pro2. So when you're using this more and more for your weddings, where, where is that balance? I would imagine that, uh, for me in particular, I, I was very heavy into my Canon gear and then mm -hmm. occasionally using the Fuji, uh, during moments where it was, you know, quote unquote safe. But, you know, slowly right. and surely that balance started to shift to 50-50. And then – so where where are you at uh, when photographing weddings? Were you starting to build up your lenses for the, the Fujis instead of the uh, Nikons? Nikon, you know, you, you seem to be pretty loaded at this point with uh, Nikon gear as it is. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and I found, uh, you know, the, like I said, the transition, uh, it, it took a few months, but uh, I, I was I was building my Fuji lenses. Yeah. I, I would would sell off, you know, well, I don't really use this Nikon lens. So I'm going <laughs> to sell this one. This Fuji lens looks interesting. So I think I were, you know, I'll, I'll sell this lens and, and get this Fuji lens. And 
uh, you know, after a while, I had sold three or four Nikon lenses. I got the, you know, I already had the 2314. I got the 5612. Uh, I got the 3514. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd used them uh, repeatedly. Loved them. And, you know, I, until I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to try to shoot this entire wedding with, you know, my Fuji system. I, I brought the Nikon as well, <laughs> you know, to be fair, just in case. Yep. But it went really well. Nice. And, so, yeah. And so when you did that wedding all with the Fuji, like, what did you use? Um, you know, you, you shot raw, you shot JPEG. What kind of, what ratio did you just stick with the JPEGs or did you do a lot of post-production with the raw? Well, you know what? I, I noticed that 90% of the shots uh, – I, I, I gave them JPEGs. Yeah. I uh, only used the raw if, if, you know, if I needed that latitude, of course. Um, but yeah, the JPEGs just look great. So uh, honestly, there was very little raw that I used. That's um, cool. You know, but when delivering the photos. And, and so how did you feel when you sold off? Uh, th- did you finally sell off the Nikon or, um, did you do you still hang on to that just for uh just in case <laughs> well you know i i did i sold it i sold it all off um <laughs> it, it it hurt a little it hurt a little i you know it, it had sentimental value of course because you know i I shot ringo star i shot the moody blues you know you know with, with this camera but at the same time you know i had the memories i had the files you know i, I had the photos you know what i just used was it was a tool so um you know, I, I sold it all off and, uh, you know, bought more Fuji gear. Right on. Uh, I, mm-hmm. you know, I was in the same boat. I, I sold off my Canon gear. I right. hung, I hung on to the 5D Mark One for sentimental nice. reasons. Yeah. And then uh, I remembered what uh, Andrew Billington, a, a Fuji photographer that I interviewed uh, a few years ago, he was kind of like, you know, why are you hanging on to this? <laughs> just kind of like, you know, just just let it go. And so I kind of remembered his sage advice, and uh, I, I didn't sell it. I gave it to a friend of mine who right. would uh, make use of it. He did, he uh, didn't have a full frame system, and so I was like, yeah, take this. It'll it'll have a good home. Nice, so. nice. No, that's fantastic. And, and you do, you, you, you know, and I know it's just, they're, they're tools, but you, you certainly do uh, get attached to them uh, sentimentally. So I, I completely understand that. Yeah. And so, all right. So you're, you're fully into Fuji at this point and you're mm-hmm. photographing concerts. Uh, how are you photographing concerts? Like what, what is your gear set up for, for that? You're using the I'd imagine, and I'm going to take a wild guess. You're using the XT2, XT3. Uh, what yes. lenses? What What are the right lenses for that kind of uh, gig? Sure. Uh, 99% of the time, it's the 50 to 140 2.8. Yep. Um, if I get to shoot side stage, then it's always the 50 to 140. Uh, there's some bands that they prefer to shoot back of the house. So what I do is uh, if I do have to shoot back of the house, I'll, I'll put the 1.4 teleconverter on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but as far as the lens goes, that that's that's pretty much my setup is the 50 to 140 and at times the 1.4 teleconverter. Nice. And it does a great job. 
is it dark? Is it like what? what I, I've never shot a concert before. I would imagine the stage is well lit, um, more or less. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it is, uh, and you know the color is always changing. Uh, you, you know, you, you're getting these different hues of purple, of red, of you know, you know. So, so it, it's challenging, but uh, you know, you know, the, the the shots generally always come out great. Like, like the systems never fail me. The lens locks right on, um, and it's you know, it's 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 always done done the show justice. Nice, very cool. And so, I gotta ask, uh, you also have. In your in your portraitures, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson and John mm-hmm. Cleese in there. Um, yeah. were they also theater performances, or how did you get? They that? were right on. Yeah, they were. So, so those two uh, with Neil deGrasse Tyson, generally, uh, you know, when when he speaks uh, at a theater, there's there's a meet and greet with with most of, you know most shows like this. I'd imagine. You know, you, you got the fans that paid for VIP, uh, so they get to go backstage and meet him and get their photos taken with him. But beforehand, and, and I've photographed him two or three times. He's a great guy. We like to talk about cameras. He really liked the X-Pro 2, by the way. Oh, like there the you range go. Finder look of it. Yeah. So um, generally what I do is – yeah, yeah, absolutely, exactly. <laughs> so, um, you know, what I do is I, I generally take a few headshots uh, before – the you know before the fans get in and and he's fine with that and you know I always like to send the, the headshots to you know to whoever I take and and the, and the same was with uh, John Cleese uh, so uh, it, and and if you look at that shot he he's making a crazy face yeah um, so that was a one two three smile and that's exactly what he did and that was actually perfect <laughs> because that's that's you know that's just John Cleese yeah um, so. Where do you get to do the portraiture? Like, because with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, you had a pretty solid background. Did you have to bring any kind of extra um, uh, backdrop, or was that? Yeah, at times. Yeah, at at, at times. Yeah, and and all of this generally takes place at Durham Performing Arts. uh, You know where I shoot house and whatnot. Uh, That's generally where ninety nine percent of these photos uh, take place. Yeah. Mm Hmm. Right on. And so now, um, how, how much of your work is divided between doing wedding photography, portraitures, and uh, concerts? Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'll probably – I don't shoot a lot of weddings. Probably I would, I would say maybe eight to ten a year. Yep. Um, so, so not a lot. Not a lot of weddings. I do enjoy them, um, but I, I don't shoot too many. I do a lot of portraiture. Um, I, I would say that's probably at least 40 to 50 percent of my work. Um, pro- the other half is is um, de- certainly landscape. I do a lot of landscape concerts, probably uh, 10 to 12 a year, I would say. OK, that's a good amount. So, yeah, but most yeah, mostly portraitures and landscape. Yeah. And so you. With all that, you have a very diverse kind of background. You're kind of touching everything. What is your favorite? Oh, um, portraits and landscape is, yeah. is my absolute favorite. I love portraits because, you know, you get to meet people, you know, obviously. 
Right. Um, and, and it's, it's, a uh, you know, portraiture is an intimate thing, right? You're, you're, you're studying these people, you're, you're looking at them from different angles. Um, and you know, you're, you're forcing them to see, uh, themselves the way you see them. And a lot of times it's, it's, you know, it's not the way they see themselves. Like, especially if they're, you know, they're surprised by, you know, oh, well, I, that photo looks great. You know, I, I, I didn't know I looked like that exactly. So, um, I, I love portraiture for that and, and the banter that goes on, um, you know, during, during the shots and in between the shots. So it's a very personal thing. And I, and, and I, I, you know, it's a reason I really like portraiture. Yeah. And then, uh, the landscape is kind of on par with the, the portraiture. Yeah. What yeah. Kind, what, um, what I, is I your love, favorite? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, where, where do you like to go for, your portraiture uh yeah for portraitures uh where, where do you like to go for <laughs> um for your landscapes uh, what are your favorite locations uh I, I love scotland i love london um yeah as a matter of fact I'm, I'm going back to scotland next year um it's my favorite place i've ever ever taken landscape photos yeah um locally uh i love going to the mountains in the fall and uh, the summer, I uh, love going to the Outer Banks and, and just our coasts is, is, is really nice. Very cool. Well, Michael, truly awesome to have you on the show. Uh, you have awesome stories uh, in, in your photography. Uh, why don't you tell the world where they could find you one more time on the web? Yeah, it was great to be here. And, and of course, uh, it's michaelgilman.photography. And you can find me on Instagram, uh, michaelgilmanphotography. Very cool. Great to have you on the show, man. Uh, I'd love to have you back uh, uh, another time. Uh, excuse me. I'd love to have you back another <laughs> time uh, to talk more about stories and maybe dig in deep into uh, what's behind those, uh, uh, what was behind Neil deGrasse Tyson and, and all those other cool celebrities you photographed um but yeah truly awesome work and i wish you the best man have a great holiday and we'll talk to you soon man sounds great thank you very much and there you have it that was michael gilman he is a truly remarkable photographer and everyone should go check him out uh, I, I highly recommend checking out his website and checking out his Instagram feed. And thank you once again for listening. Once again, this podcast is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine, where if you want to go check out the latest and greatest in Fujifilm X-Series, GFX, and so much more, go ahead and check out fujilove.com. And that's it for this week. I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.